In his second letter to the Corinthian church, the Apostle Paul writes something incredible. He says, though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. That's in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. Paul tells the Corinthian believers that they are engaged in a war, but it's not a conventional kind of war. Conventional warfare consists in a clash of armaments, missiles, bombs, and bullets today, swords, spears, and arrows in Paul's day. Physical force meets physical force, and the result is physical destruction. But the war that Christians are fighting does not involve the violent meeting of physical forces. Ours is a spiritual fight. Now, a spiritual fight involves spiritual weapons. So what are the weapons used in a spiritual fight? Well, look again at what Paul says. He writes, we destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Weapons of, of this war do not consist in bombs and bullets, but in ideas. False ideas are the primary weapon of the enemy, and they have the power to cause massive spiritual destruction. Now, since the intellect is the realm of ideas, the spiritual war is, to a large extent, a war that's waged on the battleground of the intellect. There's a spiritual clash of ideas that's happening all around us right now. False ideas make up the arsenal of the enemy. And to fight back, Christians have been armed with the truth. We attack false ideas by exposing them to the light of reason, to the light of scripture, to the truth. So if you want to be a well-trained spiritual soldier on the battleground of the intellect, you'll need to be proficient in the use of your intellectual weaponry. And here we have another reason to pursue a life of the mind. When you develop your mind for Christ, you'll equip yourself to engage in spiritual warfare. Ideas are incredibly powerful things. Ideas move us, they inspire us, they motivate us. They color the way we understand the world and shape the way we interact with the world and especially with other humans. When you think about it, ideas regulate our lives. Ideas are responsible for the growth of human society, for technology, science. They're at the roots of every advancement of human civilization. Ideas have consequences. Good ideas can lead to health, prosperity, and happiness. Bad ideas to misery, despair, and death. False ideas can act a lot like an atomic bomb. They start off as tiny, seemingly insignificant things, but contain the potential for mass destruction. An atomic bomb works by creating a nuclear chain reaction that starts with the splitting of a single atom and which then leads to the splitting of some one septillion atoms. That's a one with 24 zeros behind it. 
And all of this takes place in a matter of nanoseconds, releasing an enormous amount of energy in the process. Ideas can work in a similar way, though of course the chain reaction they cause is much slower to develop. An idea can exist in just one intellect and then spread rapidly among millions of minds, unleashing terrible consequences in the process. And this is what makes them such a powerful weapon. They are the nuclear arsenal of our spiritual enemy. And for a dramatic illustration of the power of bad ideas to wreak catastrophe, we need to look no further back than the 20th century, a century that soaked the globe in human blood, spilled directly or indirectly because of powerful ideas that were adopted at the level of the state. From 1933 to 1945, the Nazis engaged in the systematic mass murder of an estimated 20 million people, at least 1 million of which were children. And by the way, this is a number that does not factor in the military deaths that resulted from the war itself. And all of this began with ideas in the mind of Adolf Hitler. Ideas that took shape when he was a young man and you can read about those ideas in his Mein Kampf. Though it's often overlooked, the death and destruction foisted upon the world by the fascist Nazis in the 20th century was dwarfed by the mass death at the hands of communist governments. It's been estimated that by the end of the century, communist nations, especially the Soviet Union and China, had murdered 110 million people. And again, this is a number that does not include deaths from wars. These are state-sponsored killings. So much of this can be traced directly or indirectly to ideas in the minds of a handful of men. Men like Marx, Engels, and Lenin. False ideas can lead to horrendous physical and emotional harm. And more crucially, they can lead to spiritual harm. Bad ideas are like cancers that eat away at the soul. If left untreated, they can destroy a person's rational and moral sensibilities. And if you want to observe the deleterious effect of bad ideas on the soul, just look around you. Our society is right now experiencing a rational and moral disaster. Untold mental harm is being afflicted, especially on the young, as the very ethical fabric of our society is being ripped apart. Now, the cultural chaos that we're witnessing today didn't just pop into being out of nowhere. It's the direct result of people of power and influence buying into some horribly bad ideas, ideas that lead to spiritual ruin and the death of the soul. And this both at the level of the individual and at the level of the, uh, at the, level of the society as a whole. The use of false ideas to mislead, control, manipulate, and harm is called deception. Deception has always been our enemy's greatest weapon. It was the first weapon used against mankind by the serpent in the garden, and it was even wielded against Christ himself in the wilderness. Christians believe that Satan is the great architect and final source of deception. In John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus says that Satan has been a liar from the beginning, and so he calls him the father of lies. In 1 Timothy 4.1, it 
Paul warns Timothy about deceitful spirits and about the teachings of demons. Those who today proliferate false ideas, those who present arguments and opinions contrary to the truth, are doing the work of Satan, whether they know it or not. Christians today find themselves in the middle of a global spiritual war. We're caught in the crossfire of ideas that in one way or another come straight from hell. And this is not a, a mystical or invisible war being fought in some dimension that's inaccessible to our sight. The battles in this war are being fought right before our eyes every day in the places that are most familiar to us, in our homes, in our schools, in our churches, in our government, in our own minds. In this hour, the church needs soldiers well-equipped to engage in this war of ideas, intellects that are dedicated to Christ and skilled in the art of spiritual battle, who can effectively wield the weapon of truth to demolish intellectual strongholds, to destroy arguments, and to cast down every opinion raised against the knowledge of God.